0: This world has been connected. And now darkness within darkness awaits you. In the end, every heart returns to the darkness whence it came. My name is Ansem. I reach for the darkness. One who knows nothing can understand. Everybody, and welcome to the Answer Report podcast. This is episode number two of season two of the longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast in the world. My name is Dude, Mike, and with me as always is my brother, my confidant, the most juiced and nicest Kingdom Hearts speedrunner, Jason. Hello, Jason, dude. One day I will be the nicest Kingdom Hearts speedrunner. I mean, right now you already are,
1: but, but in a different way, in a
0: different way, like in the way you want to be 69th in every category. Yeah. I want to be 69th in Kingdom Hearts one, two, and three, dude. Right. But right now you're just the nicest person that also speed runs Kingdom Hearts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. Pretty much. That's exactly it. Anyway, uh, this is episode two of season two. Uh, I just want to say, before we get into stuff, we're going to take a deeper dive into the kh 20th event. I want to say thank you, everybody, for being so nice and kind uh, about season two and our new intro and and all that stuff. Um, Yeah, thank you. Everybody's been really cool and been really nice about it. And uh, even the people that say they miss the old Super Spaghetti Bros, you know, they miss the old Ansible Report podcast. Those people have been nice as well. So. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Speaking of that, Jason, I have an email to read. Yo, I have an email to People read. email us People hey, email yo? us every once in a while. Uh, that's pretty sick. Yeah, it, it, it is. It is pretty sick. And this email, uh, he, uh, Richard emailed us at answer report at gmail.com. And you can be like Richard email us and we will read your email on the air. And, uh, I got to tell you guys, I read this email already. And when I read it, it had me crying in the club on the toilet. You know, the morning I read it, <laughs> I, was, I came out of from, from in the pooping. club. I came on out the toilet pooping, and I i had tears in my eyes and I said, Tara, look at this email. So I'm going to read it. It says, congratulations and thanks. First and foremost, congratulations on hitting season two and continuing the number one longest running Kingdom Hearts podcast. The hardest part the of being in this one. community is keeping our patience while we wait for new content and announcements. But you guys never back down and keep plugging away, constantly keeping hundreds of us entertained. With that said, and to say it simply, thanks. On behalf of me, the community, and the ears slash eyes you guys reach. I'm a longtime listener, but I've not had the actual courage to join the Discord or to reach out to you guys directly to personally thank you. I actually did see Richard join the Discord, so welcome, Richard. Yo, good ending. I found you guys at a really dark time in my life. I was lost, and all I really had was the one thing I've ever had since I was a kid, Kingdom Hearts. I barely slept. I was replaying the games nonstop, digging into any and every theory just to keep my mind off everything negative. Then I found you guys, two wonderful personalities who quelled a lot of my sorrows and introduced me to such a fantastic community. I'd listened to a few episodes, and honestly, it put me in a safe enough headspace where I was able to fall asleep. You guys do a lot of good in this world, whether you told it enough or not. I'm not the only person you two have saved. From the bottom of my almost 30-year-old heart, thank you for everything you've done, all you've accomplished, and all you guys will achieve. May your heart be your guiding key, Richard H. Yo, thank you, Richard. What the what the I that almost got me again reading it. Um thank you, Richard. And Jason and I, we talk about this all the time, and I know we've talked about it on the podcast all the time, but we are so like lucky to have such a cool community of people be around our podcast and hang out with us in the discord and just people that just listen there's people that have been i mean we've been doing this for three years now and there's people that have never joined the discord or anything but they're leaving comments on 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 youtube you know what i mean every week or they're uh you know uh sending us links on twitter all the time or you know there's people that are just so cool and, and all of you guys and, and, and the people that hang out with us on Twitch. You know, there's like a ton of people. You guys make our lives better. Oh by, yeah by being around. Like it, it I mean I think I have like a good a good way to put it. Like now we we stream at twitch.tv slash super spike bros. Good, good plug. And uh we stream Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, usually. And before all of this. A Sunday was just like a day I worked, you know what I mean? Well, like it was just it was just another day. Um, And now it actually has, you know, more meaning where it's like, yeah, I get to stream and I get to, you know, hang out with cool people and. uh. Not just sunday not 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 just Monday, but Tuesday as well, and it's really cool and and those days have more meaning to me uh than I think they would have if I was doing anything else. I'd probably just be playing video games right. by myself well and and Fridays <laughs> on that same token like i I tend to work you know ten hour days twelve hour days on Fridays, and the podcast will post early in the morning, and then I'll spend like, good moments of my day at work checking my phone and being like, okay, what do people say? Yeah, And, and yeah. just getting awesome comments throughout the day on YouTube and in the, in the Discord and on Twitter and, and things like that is super, like, rewarding. And we don't do it just for that. You know, we enjoy talking about Kingdom Hearts. We enjoy being big members of this community. But, hell, man, it, it certainly makes me feel good on, on a weekly basis to see, oh, yeah. you know, our um our season two uh podcast, hold on, I, I wanna check the stats on this to make sure I'm right about it. Um but according episode to one. Anchor Uh Anchor by Spotify. Uh season season one yeah, season one ep- or season two episode one uh basically there's a podcast performance thing on Anchor where it tells you how many plays you got in a week. And from April 13th to April 19th, we had the most plays on podcasting services that we've ever had. Wow. Um, by, that's crazy. By about 100 plays. And, you know, that's not all on season two, episode one, which had a good chunk of plays. But there's people catching up on the podcast before that and the podcast before that. Um, And typically we spike when there's a game that came out. Um, right. For example, right. we spiked when Remind came out, and then the one that had been the most was um, Melody when Melody of Memory came out, actually, in December of 2020. Right. And we had been co- we, we we've been constantly we've kind of plateaued numbers wise, and this is really inside baseball shit. I, I understand that, but never like dipping b- below a certain amount of plays a week. But then there's just just spike. Because um, the real one's holding us down, dude. Right, and right. shout-outs to all the people who have been in the Discord and then, like, talking about old episodes. Because that is just freaking cool, dude. Just, it is. It, it makes all of those episodes uh, fresh again, pretty much. Like, I, I don't know how else to put it. Like, like it's a fresh set of eyes on something that's old and, you know, having an opinion and about it and uh it just gets discussions going because just because you've had a discussion once doesn't mean you don't have more to say about it or anything like that so it's 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 definitely cool and i appreciate anyone who is like is listening to any like if this is your first episode of the podcast and you decide to go back because you're like that was a banger like yo i appreciate you that's that's freaking cool dude Cause like, I know I have content creators that I found where I'm like, yo, I gotta do that. And the, the idea that anyone would do that for us is just like really, it's a very special feeling. Yeah. So thank you. Yes. Thank you everybody. And this started with thank you, Richard. So I just want to say again, thank you, Richard. That was a very heartfelt email. Yes. And I'm glad we could help you through, you know, through the power of kingdom hearts. I'm not going to take all the credit for it, but oh yeah, through, through oh, the yeah. power of kingdom hearts, we were able to help you, you know, uh, get through that tough time. Um. Thank you. Thank you for letting us know because that that's huge, man. And that that we appreciate it a lot. I don't want to say it gives our life meaning because that's that's overstating it, but it definitely makes me feel good about what we do. Yeah. Thank you. Absolutely. Uh, Anyway, thank you to everybody. Let's 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 talk about some Kingdom Hearts. Um, last week we kind of went over the KH twentieth event. And uh, we kind of we didn't go too deep. We kind of just gave our reactions to the three different uh, games in the trailer, right? Oh yeah. So now what we're gonna go over is we're gonna go over some of this Q and A that um that was the uh, Q and A that was held during the the twentieth anniversary event. The, I'm on cage thirteen. I'm gonna be real with you guys. Uh, Orpheus Joshua, shout outs to him, dude, because he he yeah. has a compilation of pretty much anything you'd want to know about Kingdom Hearts twentieth um that he worked super fucking hard on and we're using that. And as it's a like guide not clickbait neither. Like no. it actually is everything. It's everything, dude. And so he's pulled this stuff from numerous sources, uh, including uh uh no known known Twitter user Audrey who translates a lot of this stuff and then some of it was sourced from uh the Japanese publication gamer which that's an awesome name for a video game publication gamer Anyway, gamer. we're not going to go through every question, but I'm going to read the questions and answers that I thought was were, were uh, significant, except for this one. Does the finale of Dark Road imply that the player's heart is now inside Xehanort's? And their response was, play Dark Road and you will find out. <laughs> We've been trying to play Dark Road for <laughs> a year now and you won't let us. What do you mean? <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Uh, Question Dark two. Road season two. <laughs> oh no. Question two. This is the first time in Kingdom Hearts that there's a story branch. The Azora battle. What is the meaning behind this? And the answer was: Since Azora is so strong, I thought it would be better to put something in the game if he loses. That's cool. Yeah, I, I, that's one of the coolest things that have happened in Kingdom Hearts, to me. <laughs> like, the fact that there was... When, I remember right when Remind came out and I played through all of the bosses and then I played Yozora after, and someone in chat told me, like, I think it was Sean, was like, yo, there's multiple endings. There's, like, a good ending and a bad ending. And then when we... Guys, we got the bad ending first. Let's be real. You know it. You,
1: <laughs> you already know. know. We got
0: the bad ending, but... I'm gonna be like ass with you. Obviously, everybody, obviously everybody in here has beaten Yozora. So, like (laughs) on crit level one, obviously (laughs) on crit level one, blindfolded, live, and at also with also with uh, earplugs in as well. you're not a real gamer, touching the controller either. Yeah. So um... (laughs) you're not allowed to read the Japanese game publication Gamer until you've done that. Yeah, yeah. So obviously, we've all done that here. And so, you know, you know the feeling when you beat a super boss, any of them, in any of the games, and you're like, oh yeah. And then you get this tiny little cutscene, maybe, where it's like they they die, and then the black screen pops up, and then like you get whatever loot you get from it or whatever, right? Or like if it's like Sephiroth, you get like a small cutscene or something, right? Right. But like this was like, yo, full on cinematic. And there's multiple there's two different versions, but based on whether or you or not you win or lose, so you're you get this whole extra cutscene as well. It's it's, it's so good. It's boggers. It's so good. It's so satisfying. Uh next question. Was Ephemer aware of the players' true intentions in the Union Cross finale? Answer. It was a pretty sad farewell, but there's more to Ephemer than meets the eye. A missing link, if you will. All of the questions will be answered once you play missing link. These, ain't no way, bro. These answers are, are ain't no top way, bro. I, I do want to say as well, these are translations, so as you know, with they any translation, more tact to them, yeah, there could be a different reading from one translator to another. So I just want to, I just want to point that. But out. But like, you also lose the personality and how they say it because it's text as well, you know, like yeah. Uh, I like this question because I don't even understand why they're asking it. When did Nominate and Ansem first meet? The answer. In Castle Oblivion. Like why? That makes sense. Why is someone asking that? Uh, I don't know. No idea. (laughs) Riku's hair (laughs) was cut in Kingdom Hearts Dream Drop Distance. Who cut it for him? Answer: Well, you all wanted his hair to be cut, so I answered your prayers. So is No saying he cut the hair? I'm. Wait. Okay. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Who the fuck wanted KH2 Riku's hair cut, dude? What the fuck? Please like, tell us about the return like- of Roxas and Oh, you really want to go on about his hair? Is that, is that yes, what you really dude. want to do? Okay, go ahead. I, I think his, off, his hair in KH2, when he's your companion and shit, is fucking absolutely goaded with the sauce. Certified hood classic, bro. Shit is goaded as fuck. But I also really like, I don't like how it looks on his Cage 3 model. Like when he has long hair for like two seconds, it looks scuffed. True. So the fact that he does get a cut, you know, the he, he's in the fucking blender of <laughs> the wave of darkness. They 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 give him a new lineup like you cut G, and then they smack him and he, he goes out like that was perfect as well. So we just got the best of both worlds. All right, you, you want to talk- like I got I got I got off my chest. You too. got off your chest? Okay. Yeah, uh, thank you. Please tell us about the return of Roxas and Shion. There were some doubts on whether to bring them back or not, but everyone had such strong feelings for them, we decided to bring them back. And so, I've seen some people be mad about this. Like, oh, Nomura is just, he's just doing fan service. He wasn't gonna, and it's like, that's not what he's saying. He's saying that they were thinking about it, and that's what, like, was the the last, you know, the, the, the last straw, so to speak. Like, right. Like, okay, people wanted it, so let's do it. But they, like, it's not like, he wasn't going to do it, period, and then said, well, people really want it, you know? Right, and people are acting like if they were Nomura and they had this fucking dope-ass franchise that makes millions of dollars and is just, just absolutely adored by millions, like, you wouldn't take any type of fan... Uh interaction with the character, like actually like liking the characters into account when you're writing the story as it goes forward, bull, fucking shit, you definitely would be taking into account, oh man, people really don't care about this Lexius character or this Alden character, like <laughs> you know what I mean Like right, it, right. It's, it's one of those things where it's like you're you're full of it if you think you won it you you would not double down, you just won it and that that's fine, I think that. Obviously, I think Nomura's going to do what he wants to do. But to say that there's not even just a small, like, okay, yeah, this is pushing me in this direction, or this is pushing me in this direction just a little bit, is 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 bullshit. I agree. And anyone who's mad about it is like, poo-poo, poo-poo, fucking baby wan wan, dude. Poo-poo, baby wan wan. for sure. All right, so now we're going out of the gamers' coverage of it. Is the nobody symbol already there when a nobody is born, or does Organization Thirteen mark them? Do the humanoid nobody also have marks? No, Mira. What in the hell are these questions? The bruh? nobody symbol is already there when a nobody is born. However, humanoid nobodies do not have them. You can consider the human nobody to be akin to a pure-blooded heartless of sorts. I feel like this is already known. Who's asking these questions, <laughs> bro? Uh this is. I think this is the same question we read earlier. But I like the way the answer is said more um Hmm. in union cross the player ends up in xehanort's heart so does that mean they're still there and nomura you will find your answer if you play dark road and get to the ending you're going to play right into my hand laughs okay yeah that's a way better right what so wait they asked like the same question later pretty much uh well no i think this is just coverage of that question from a different source oh okay 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 Okay, dude, hold up. We have we have to pause because Alex just sent me art. Alright, so next question. Uh in KH2, Riku handed a keyblade to Kyrie, but where did he get that keyblade? Do you plan to write some backstory about that? No Mira. Who if the I say these yes, questions? then if I say yes, then if I don't follow up, it'll probably be brushed aside. So yes, we do intend to follow up with this. What? <laughs> He just decided that right then in the moment, dude. He said, yeah, we're following up on this. (laughs) Did someone give Isa the scar on his face? Why does it seem like the mark of a heretic? Nomura, there is a story regarding Isa, Lee, and the girl they tried to save. Since there is a backstory there, we are thinking of expanding on it. We hope you can look forward to it. <gasps> Yo. But if persona it was a persona game? If it wasn't anything <laughs> coming up right now, he would have said that because he's been pushing the other shit hard. Your questions will be answered in Dark Road or Missing Link. So that shit ain't happening it's, yeah. it's a different game, bro. It's a different game on mobile. No. Oh. What's the difference between Riku and Aqua falling into darkness versus when others become heartless and form a nobody? Nomura. There is a difference between falling into the darkness versus losing your heart. Even if your heart falls into darkness, you are still able to retain your heart. However, if you become a heartless, you lose your heart, and that's the difference. Yeah, bro, what are some of these questions, bro? (laughs) What the fool? It seems that Maleficent had glimpsed what was inside the black box, and I thought the reason would be shown in Union Cross. But do you plan to finally reveal this plot point? In the scene with the darkness and Maleficent, instead of making it very clear what was happening, the portrayal was more along the lines of, "Oh, is it this?" It might be hard to tell for the player, but I think the next time we might have her explain why she reacted in that way. And then finally, this is th- this 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 last question Jason is the most important question that anybody asked him. Are you ready? In Kingdom Hearts 3, when Xemnas crushes Lee's Keyblade, He said that the Keyblade was lost, yet Lee was still able to use the Keyblade after that. Which, that's not a question, actually. That's just a statement. They just stated that to Nomura. And he said... He said, damn, you're right, fuck. We had a lot of these kind of running gags. It's not like it was lost forever, but that the Keyblade was just destroyed at that specific location. The meaning we wanted to convey was that even if Axel tried to bring back his Keyblade, it would just get destroyed again in that moment, with the nuance being it's futile for him to use it at all at that time. Zemnis doesn't have the power to actually permanently destroy Keyblades. Damn, bro. Checkmate everybody, dude. Checkmate. He really, he really said you, you thought Zemnis sitting- had that power? Dude, you know I was sitting here with my mouth just hanging open? just like dumbfounded because i'm like i don't really give a fuck about that bro like obviously he can't just like destroy the fucking keyblade it's like an ethereal fucking thing that only one person can have wait fuck yeah oh no it's whatever he wants right i know it's it's funny when people are like Follow the rules you set up. And he's like, I didn't really set up a rule. It was just a thing Zemnis said. You know what I mean? Like, that right. doesn't have to be a rule. We're talking about Zemnis, guys. Right. He just says shit. I just say shit. Dude, he just sits in a room and talks to some... He can literally teleport, and he decides Hello, to walk down that friend. massive set of stairs in Gage 2. Like, if you could teleport everywhere, are you ever walking? No. <laughs> Sometimes I walk like the normal man instead of float keeps me grounded. Well, yeah, he can also just fly, too. Right. So moving on, last week we talked about the um, who the narrator was in the Kingdom Hearts 4 trailer. You remember that, Jason? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So apparently something I didn't catch last week. At the Kingdom March 20th anniversary event, there was a displayed message by Tatsuinomir, which we translated. However, and by we mean KH13. However, there was a secret hidden within the message, and several fans figured it out. So basically, I- I'm not gonna go into detail how they figured it out, but it was kind of like an ARG where they were like they had to Yeah, I remember seeing some stuff about it. Basically they had to put an X on the um the statement. And then if you take the letters that are lined up in the two parts of the X it it has a statement which reads the voice's identity is sigurd pay, pay close attention That's crazy, bro. So we were we were hypothesizing who the character could be that uh we know of them but they haven't had a voice actor yet and it's sigurd. Yeah, yeah. I was I was figuring it was like Brain or or somebody. Right. That has never been voiced. So Sigurd, the motherfucker that was just introduced in the end of Union Cross. Plays a the bigger first role. first ending. Yeah. Plays a bigger role. So. Dude, I hope he gets turned into a nobody and then he can get a different name because Sigurd is a shit-ass Sigurd is a bad name. A lot of people <laughs> are hypothesizing that he is the second body that Luju took over or the first body that Luju took over. Mm. Like that he's actually Luju and... Then he eventually ended up in Zigbar after Sigurd, or Brag, uh, Braig. Braig, yes, that's the name, not not Zigbar. But, yeah, so there was that. So that's fun. And then um, to, to, to do a little more Q&A action, we actually have a uh, new Famitsu interview with Nomura was previewed, and it will be released on April 28th. So on April 28th, we'll actually have more of this interview. But there are some interesting things about this interview that I that I like. Uh, he talks about uh, missing link quite a bit here. here. Here's the first question from the interviewer of Mitsu. Please tell us more about Kingdom Hearts Missing Link. The game that was announced for smartphones alongside Kingdom Hearts 4's Lost Master Saga. Saga. I don't know why I said Sega. What the fuck? Sega. Lost Master Sega. the "The kingdom hearts series spans three sagas slash arcs in total. You have the seeker of darkness saga that goes until the end of limit cut of kingdom hearts three and the lost master saga that will be in kingdom hearts four. The third saga is the key saga, which encompasses kingdom hearts, Chi browser game kingdom hearts, Union cross and finally kingdom hearts, dark road kingdom hearts. Missing link is the title that fills in the blanks and will function as a bridge like work connecting the two games together. Translator note, he reiterates how missing link is between Union Cross's finale and the beginning of Dark Road. Hmm. Interesting. It's funny that what, what stuck out to me is that the Kingdom Hearts series spans three Sagas arcs in total. So is the Lost Masters arc the last Kingdom Hearts arc? Is the sky falling, oh. Jason? Oh is the longest no. running Kingdom Hearts podcast gonna come to an end? Not for a while. No, don't talk about it. Don't talk about it. Next question. In the trailer we can see that Brain appears. Will he be the main character? No, he won't. The main character will be yourself. Much like Union Cross, the protagonist will be a custom player avatar created by yourself. Next question. Missing Link seems to be centered on action-packed battles that can also be enjoyed in multiplayer with the addition of so-called location-based game elements that utilize aug- augmented reality technology. You say that you can move around without actually going out, but in that case, do you perhaps mean that you can move around while moving your character in the game? Nomira. Yes, it works similar to Google Street View, where you can tap the arrows to go forward or back on the street. However, I've chosen to make it feel more faithful to the series. He means as in you won't tap arrows to go forward and back like Street View does. So basically oh, okay. say you don't have to personally move, but you can walk around your city. Okay, okay. But yeah, we'll 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 have a like a, a meetup spot, bro. We'll right. we'll we'll be like, yo, this is the town. We're gonna take it over, boys. So he go they go <laughs> yeah. in more detail here. Uh the interviewer says, so you can even walk around Okinawa if you wanted to? And Namir says, Yes, but if you want to go far or far away, it will take a certain amount of time. Laughs but you can also use points to teleport right to where you want to go. So if you do not want to walk, you can spend points and teleport wherever you like, or you can simply choose not to walk around yourself. It's all up to who plays it. And Namiro says, precisely. So it's like Pokemon Go in the sense that you could go walk around your town. But you don't have to? But, uh, yeah, so, like, it would take a certain amount. Om- it just gives you the certain amount of time it would take to walk there yeah. or something, and then there's, like, a... a- I would assume like a microtransaction well, currency that you can use. What's interesting about teleport. it is Pokemon Go was so like adamant about like not giving you that shortcut, right? They're like, no, yeah, our yeah. game's because about going out and being fit and not, you know, Yeah, that's the point of it. Yeah. And yeah. then they had, they kind of, it doesn't have a story <laughs> during the pandemic. They were like, okay, we're going to like loosen some of this. And then they got a lot of flack when, you know, the pandemic wasn't as bad and they got rid of a lot of the quality of life things they did. So that's interesting. Uh, next question. If the game is linked to the real world, does that mean there will be no Disney worlds? And Nomir says, we're experimenting with a variety of things, but depending on the timing, the terrain and the atmosphere will be partially based on Disney world's motifs. In the early stages of development, we covered the entire map with a texture change, but it seemed like overkill. So we are trying to make it more trans, more consistent. Translators comment. He most likely means that whenever there's an event of source, the source, the overworld will be covered in a different way. Okay. Final question here. Collecting figure like pieces sounds interesting, and the multiplayer action battles look fun. That's not a question. That's just a statement. We are trying to develop some new things that wouldn't be normally possible in the main series of games. I hope you look forward to testing those out on the closed beta as it is scheduled for fall of this year. So, those are the. We're, we're going to find out more on the 28th from the Famitsu interview. I'm, I'm assuming they talk more about the other stuff too Dark Road and, and Kingdom Hearts 4. Uh, just some. Some general information about this game systems that were provided by Nomira at the 20th anniversary event. Uh, thanks to mm. Ryuji for translating this. It's a smartphone game to be released for Android and iOS. Promises to have action elements to be as faithful as possible to the main series. A maximum of six players can play together. Screen orientation can be switched between portrait or landscape. The story, chronologically speaking, is between Union Cross's finale and before Dark Road start. Quote, all the mysteries we've had so far will be explained, end quote. Keywords, Scala Edkayum, Founding Father Ephemer, Keyblade wielders of a secret society. Closed beta test is scheduled for fall this year. Details on how to enter are still unknown. Two systems, a story mode where you progress through quests and a mode where you walk around comparable to Pokemon Go, but with ways to play even without having to walk around in real life. In this walking mode, you'll collect pieces and strengthen your keyblade. Hmm. So, that's pretty much all we know about missing links so far, Jason. What do you think of this information? Uh, It sounds cool. Um, Especially because it's like... I think that it is... For somebody... Like, obviously, like, there was, like, stuff with the pandemic, but, like, for anyone who can't really leave their house due to, like, either physical or medical ailments or something, uh, the fact that immediately there will be something to where you can still play this game regardless. Um, I think that's really cool. And uh, to me, it, it sounds like uh, there... The, the fact that there is something like Pokemon Go where they are kind of basing loosely off of it, like it's something they can build upon and right. try and, you know, make their own, I think is a way better thing than just making their own fucking thing, because uh, Dark Road was terrible to me. Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, like... um,
1: Well, it and- seemed like Dark
0: Road was just kind of like, hey, we already have all these assets that we can make these medals into cards right let's just do because we're just trying to tell this smaller story let's just do it this way where this is like hey we want to do something completely different and new and it seems like a lot more budgets being put into yeah, it so it's yeah. cool it's not just like something they're, they're, they they're randomly actually did. gonna do it right it feels like yeah yeah agreed agreed yeah, so I'm, I'm i'm excited for it what well, i'm excited to find out more about what brain did after union cross you know yeah, and what yeah. led up to the events of Dark Road and uh, Zigbar Brain? Question mark. Zigbar Brain? Question, question mark? mark. All right. Before we take a break, we have one last thing to uh, discuss, Jason, with this today. Uh, and that's about Kingdom Hearts Four. Yo. So in that Famitsu interview preview, there were some some information that was revealed about Kingdom Hearts 4. And this first one. Whoo, I'm chomping at the bit about this first one, Jason. <laughs> well, hit me with it. Quadratum is entirely unrelated to the Shibuya oh. found in The World Ends With You. There are no connections to speak of. Further, this is a new world unrelated to any we've seen before. I've it's been like trying to unequ- fucking unequ- tell y'all. How long have I been trying uh. to tell you world ends with you freaks uh. <laughs> that this Shibuya isn't your Shibuya that you want? You're, okay, you're telling me you saw this like live like, realistic world-ass Shibuya, and then you said, hey, you know that game that looks like a fucking graffiti cartoon? I bet that's where they are. It looks like anime graffiti? I I guarantee that's where he is. Are you kidding me? (laughs) And then there's the cope, the copes on on Twitter. <sighs> well, that doesn't mean that Neku couldn't be there. Neku t- Sora said they'd see each other again. You know how often fucking Sora says, "Hey, I'm gonna see y'all again," and then he never <laughs> fucking comes back. You know how many worlds we have never been back Sora to. Sora goes out for milk and cigarettes, and he doesn't come back. <laughs> okay, he does it all the time. He really g- leave it. He really goes to. A ton of people, bro. That's he pretty does. messed up, bro. He's the ghost master. And y'all are like, well, he told Neku. He told Neku. So y'all are coping yeah, out of your mind. Yeah, dude. Neku, who he actually really met. That's like actually really Neku as well. Right. It's definitely not just like the dreams of them or right. whatever. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> it's in a dream world. It's essentially Sora met Neku in his dream. And he's going to say he's going to see him again. Like, yeah, what? Okay. <laughs> in your dreams in your dreams you freaks the world ends with you more like the world ends with you getting off the cope and realizing that the world ends with you is not going to be in kingdom hearts four uh, okay okay i think it's different to say that it's not going to be a kingdom hearts four yeah you know what that i meant the, that the thing is yeah but like that's the thing what we've been arguing about is that it's it is not the same place. It just has clearly not it's been not. the same place this whole time. He's had to say it multiple, multiple times that it's not. Guys, we just wasted an interview question on this. <laughs> right. <laughs> like, we could have asked anything else. Right. And we decided to ask about the world ends with who? Exactly. All right, next point. Sora's apartment Joshua is located in Oyama, Tokyo, and will act as the base slash hub for the game's early stages. This next one is another hub world. Yeah, it's a hub world, but this next point is another chomp at the bit one.
1: Are you, are you ready?
0: The reaction command mechanic from kingdom hearts two will be returning. Oh, shit. I dude, don't that's know. Hype, dude. I don't know. I I'm torn. That's hype to me. Cause okay. Okay. As far as from like an enemy design perspective i think the reaction command is really good because like think about whenever they put dusks in front of you and you couldn't reversal them yeah no feels i feels bad dude if feels it feels bad or when they like force you to fight a kingdom hearts 2 enemy and normally they were like boss versions or whatever but because like, there would be like in the battle portal battle gates or whatever like those fights without their reaction commands are terrible right and you could just say oh okay you could put a different boss in there instead and decide like just actually change their mechanics but they didn't <laughs> but i think that reaction reaction commands add more to what they can do with the enemy types you know like yeah so when you block and then you do a reaction command you can like use the enemies against the enemies right, that's cool right no i and if it works that way i'm into it However, what I'm worried about, and I'm not saying this is going to happen, what I'm worried about is instead of that where like you have unique enemies that have their own unique reaction commands and it does something cool and it only takes yeah. the control away from the player for a short period of time. What I'm worried about is these ginormous enemies like this dark side, and then it's just like it's just like a cutscene with button presses, right? Yeah. Like the Twilight or, or, or just Thorn. Just mash right? triangle, yeah. Like yeah, the Twilight yeah, yeah. Thorn is probably like the dream of the reaction command gone wrong, right? Yes, you fight him in certain points, but like It's a te- good introduction to half it. Half yeah. that fight is you just waiting around to do a reaction command. Yeah, that's true. And so I'm a little I I hope that they're aiming towards your version of the reaction command as opposed to that. Yeah or like how they do the reaction command in like uh like Roxas's fight or something like that. Um but yeah. I don't want it to be where it just takes over and if if it's something like the like like how like the dream coaster works or something, I think that that works too where like yeah. you are still there's not really like the only time you lose control during the Dream Coaster, right? obviously it's on rails, right? But like the only time you're not doing anything is in the short period where he's doing like a backflip over right. the hand or something, right? right? I'm fine. With, actually, um, that that is a like a good example of how it can be done well to me. Where like the Twilight yeah. Thorn, like me just sitting there and fucking handcuffs for thirty too. seconds, and it's like, yo, <laughs> yo, like, let me go, let me go, dude. Like you know. Um, <laughs> But yeah, yeah, so based on that, I I'm not as nervous as you think I'd be, but I'm just I'm just slightly nervous about it that they took yeah they heard everybody screaming for reaction commands because Namir did say he wants to bring reaction commands back because that's another thing that people wanted back right yeah well and I, I think I'm that just worried they took the wrong lo- I hope wrong they don't go too far it. with it yeah I hope I hope they don't go too far with it because like for example um this is like a very specific point <laughs> or like a very specific example. But because I've like ran cage two a bunch of times, it makes me think of it like you know, when you're fighting, it's not when you're fighting the dragon, but it's when you're hitting the uh heartless that explode into the engines, right, and then right, Like yeah, you're yeah. like building a damage, and then it's like, okay, now you got to press triangle to go to the new area. Like, there's like times like that where it's just like weird, like it, it doesn't really need to be there, like, does right. it? No, not really, right? So uh, I I definitely think there's times where it's like overused. Right, just like we overused. fucking we fucking no glide at this point. Just let us glide over there. Like why why does it have to be this Yeah, yeah. This I don't jump? want Yeah, I don't want it to just be a way to band-aid different places together, like just duct tape them together or right. whatever. Like I want to be able to do these cool moves just straight up. Like I just want Agreed. to go there. Like Okay. So two more points here. The fourth option of the command menu says build relating to the concept of the scrap and rebuild system that will be discussed more at a later date. Dude, if Nomura says the word Fortnite, <laughs> I send it back. They took the building out of Fortnite and put it in Kingdom Hearts. The <laughs> you kids really love Fortnite. Dude, that's one of the really meta things that I think about sometimes where like, so for example... The only reason a Kingdom Hearts mobile game exists is because mobile gaming makes dirty fucking money, like insane right, amounts right. of money for next to no development time, comparatively. Right? For sure. That's why Kingdom Hearts mobile games work or, or exist. I'm sure there might be maybe something that they put on mobile, if even if it didn't make a ton of money, right? Just because that's obviously been there, like oh, to like just like put a game on every freaking portable console that there is. Right. Right. Uh, But I think the fact that there has been like three is due to the fact that, you know, not, not just like, Oh, Nomura saying that, but, but like square Enix being like, okay, what are we going to do this quarter in our mobile department? You know what I mean? Like, what are we doing on the mobile side? Because every single company has been just trying to get more and more and more, stuff in mobile gaming because mobile gaming makes so much freaking money for such little amount of money spent you know mm-hmm, so mm-hmm. it's one of those things where it's like I, I just hope that it doesn't really like majorly affect what we get you know but yeah it is what it is right so that, that what made me think of that is like I swear to god if they freaking it, it, I really don't believe this but if they were like hmm Fortnite, pop them yeah. off. Yeah. <laughs> I know, it seems it seems a little different than that. I but. feel like there's going to be a... I mean, I do actually, unironically, think there's going to be a battle pass in this game. Really? Yeah, some kind of battle pass. I mean, like, every game has battle passes now, dude. But the, like, all those are, like, multiplayer even, even games. Like, yeah, no, but I'm saying, like, even, like, even, like, fucking Clash of Clans and, like, older games, old, older mobile games have battle passes freaking I, I don't know if there's not a multiplayer component i don't see it having a battle pass well there's there is multiplayer in cage but even, four? even if there. what no 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 no. i'm talking about missing link at this point oh okay okay i thought you were talking about cage 4 still i was like what the fuck no 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 if there is a freaking battle pass sorry i probably i probably just forgot to like i probably just yeah, said it we were wrong, talking about the building missing building in scrap in cage four yeah 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 no 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 no, no. I-, I was thinking missing like when i said the battle pass yeah they'll have something <laughs> they'll have something stupid yeah anyway last point here one of the central story ideas will be exploring how sora's home realm is fictitious to quadratum natives. And vice versa. So that's like the real story bit there, right? That we got. So we were, I think we had hypothesized that Yozora's world, Sora was a video game and vice versa, right? Yeah, there has been the theory for a long time that um, like with the whole Game Central Station type deal that in... uh, yozora's world sora is a video game character now like obviously uh like in 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 kingdom hearts they don't really know about the fact that they're in a game or whatever right like there's there's no like fourth wall breaking but i don't think it's still gonna i don't think that it's gonna be a full-on fourth wall break i think that it's like a Three and a half wall break, where it's like a different dimension. That's also, you know, right. what I, I mean, think, like I it's not going to straight up be a video game in this world, yeah. It's like comparatively, right, right, yeah, right, right. Interesting. All right, um, we're gonna take a short break, Jason. And when we come back, we're gonna do the question of the week for the first time in season two. We'll be right back. Yo. This is Richard Epcar. Welcome to the Ansem Report podcast. Come to the dark. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. To your happy place for a happy price Go to your happy price Priceline. Welcome back to the anthem Report Podcast. Jason, before we get to the question of the week, I just want to say, I bet some of you at home are listening and you're going, "Man, they really have not talked about Star Wars and Kingdom Hearts." They really haven't said a damn word about that foot of the the walker, whatever kind of walk, walker, the chicken walker, in the trailer. Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm announcing this, even though I haven't even asked this person to come on the show yet, but I'm announcing it right now. Next week, we will have, for the first time ever on the show, Star Wars expert. Sean underscore AFK on the podcast to talk about Star Wars and Kingdom Hearts. Please look forward to it. I announced this. Now he has to come on. It's Kingdom Hearts expert or not Kingdom Hearts, Star Wars expert, Star Wars expert. Oh, my God. Sean underscore AFK. And I just got sent a text that says a cringe man will always think he's based but a based man is truthful to his cringe self. So thank you (laughs) for that. Um, (laughs) Anyway, it's time for the question of the week. Oh yeah. Thank you. Aphoroxis, for that beautiful stinger. Aphoroxis messaged me recently saying, saying, I think we need a new stinger for season two. And I was like, You Yo? think so? And he was like, Yeah, so if you have any stingers you like tell me and I'll do it. And I was like, I don't like just think about stingers all the time. So if any- <laughs> if anybody has a good stinger idea for Afro Roxas to do love, I you mean know. we don't really have like a segment or anything else, right? right. Like... It's our only segment right now, is question of the week, really. Yeah. yeah. But he met he met yeah, a new maybe, question of maybe the week we'll... stinger. Oh, question of the week stinger. Which I think ours is great. Yeah, no, I love our freaking stinger. Because it's juice, but you know, he, he's he's just a great guy and always wants to do more for the podcast, you know? What a homie. What a homie, dude. Shout out to Aphrax. Anyway, this week's question of the week was from me and Jason. What was your favorite event for March Caprice or KH20 or both? And up first, we have SP Cat. KH on the internet, no contest. Who dude. knew that preferred whale and water cage were so juiced with the singing even though he pronounces Onet wrong, had me laughing and smiling <laughs> the whole time. Based, based yeah, it's state, so good. Goaded with the sauce from our good I friend, never thought that I would like a Bo Burnham song, but I do. That's how powerful whale and water are. They can get us to like Bo Burnham because I felt the same yeah. way. Yeah. Yeah. Up next, we have Emma Luna, who says, not to suck your ass or anything, but I really liked the tier list of cutscenes y'all did. Thank you, Emmy. Go off, though. Yeah, go off, mean, Yeah, I mean, off you, yeah, I, hey. uh, I want to use this moment to shout out my favorite. I'm, I'm cheating right now. I'm going to say my favorite, and that was uh, Emmy's episode of her podcast, Luna's Galaxy, where she talked about what Kingdom Hearts Ooh, means gee, to her, gee. and it was wholesome and great, and you guys should all go check it out. And it was, it was on yeah. the same day as our KH20 event. It was Yeah, it was that morning. Yep. So everybody should go check that out if you haven't already. Uh, Jip214 just uh, replied to SPCAT and said this, meaning Cage on the internet. Wait, Hell yeah. Nice job, Jip. Dude, the dark mode part, I was like, yeah. Like, I already thought that the beginning of that song was just absolutely, it blew my mind, right? Right. And then she was like, I'm going dark mode. And then water came in and then she's like doing like vocals in the background and stuff. It's like, it's like the, also the animation. Well, did the, she learned to do the animation for the video? Yeah. she's. Used. I thought they, I thought she paid somebody to do it because it just looked so good. You know what I mean? Like that's just where, where me as a kind of, I'm not fucking learning to fucking do that shit. Dude, not me. <laughs> she's just that goaded. Just that absolutely juice that she did. And then that part I was like, oh my god, dude. This is insane, bro. Yeah. It's so good. You guys need to go watch that as well if you haven't. Link will be in the description. Uh, Bioroxa says, I didn't watch any of the events. Disappointed face. Wait. You didn't watch KH on the internet? Yeah, bio, bio not juice. Dude. Bio. Bio. <laughs> bio, please, dude. <laughs> fool, fool, it's me a layup, once. Dude. fool me layup dude it's an bio. absolute layup <laughs> fool me once shame on me but teach a man to fool me and I'll be fooled for the rest of my life uh, Dreamer's Amen. up next and Dreamer says <laughs> artist alley kind of bi- biased and all the streamer stuff I love looking at all the cool anniversary art and finding new artists to follow and whatnot. and I just some of the artists man just art style give me now sh- wait what art style give now share with the poor <laughs> Gotcha they're saying share their art style I oh. I had a stroke in the middle And then they also uh, had it was like, Is this is this like them Like, Did they write for you to do this yeah, Or are kind you of, actually having really. a stroke uh, They also okay. had I fucking <laughs> love, Induced a stroke I fucking love watching streamers because Jesus Why are y'all so damn funny Are you legally allowed to have this humor share with the class Never I did not bring enough for the rest of the yeah, class Sorry dude. just for me and Jay yeah, sorry, They also bro. add, take my L bio to bio not watching the event. Uh, Boo! L plus <laughs> ratio plus anime PFP bio. Uh, <laughs> Dude, I actually do need to go check out more of the artists out. I, I feel like well. I didn't look at enough of it. I, I need to go back. But that's the great thing about March Caprice is it's always there put me back but i can i can go back into the simulation i was march caprice certified <laughs> uh <laughs> Alex says probably the tier list you guys did nothing beats seeing overrated cutscenes and union cross getting slandered smilers <laughs> true uh billy the kid lawrence <laughs> says mike's poop reaction enactment was the absolute highlight of Cage 20 Yo, Dark Road? Okay, fart. Uh, but then they, they also add, The Family Feud event was my favorite for March Caprice. I feel like we need more events like that. People coming together to just have fun and bond is what really makes us community so special. Our hearts are connected. Strengthen those connections, we must. Oh, yo. Yeah, I, I, he didn't do a Yoda voice or tell me to, but I felt like it was necessary. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> biggest complaint about the Family Feud event, though, no Steve Harvey, no... Ah, me how (laughs) next time baby next time also bio roxas didn't watch any of the events he continues to be a bottom damn mark creation studio says your stream because it's the only thing for either event that i could watch it was super fun smile thank you mark thank you angel says i didn't have time to catch a ton of the events but the march caprice concert soiree was full of so many amazingly talented people, and violin oh defeating gosh. Yozora blindfolded was pretty pog. Also, dude. the fact that there was a writer's room along with an artist's alley for March Caprice just made me so happy because fan writers don't often get a lot of love or appreciation, and it was just so nice that there was a space for all forms of creativity and love for Cage. That weekend was just so lovely. Also true, dude. I'm sleeping on the writers, dude. It's true. I'm sleeping on them. I'm sleeping on them. I'm sleeping on them. I need to wake up. Angel says also, and this is crossed out uh, Bonus shout out to Marge Caprice Scriblio Bledge ma- Bless Marge Caprice With a gun <laughs> Okay I- I'm guessing someone drew Marge With a gun So uh, <laughs> oh. <laughs> That's what I'm guessing, I didn't watch that event Yeah, that was late Yeah, I-, I watched it last year, but I didn't catch it This year, I think I was working or something Yeah, I'm less trog this year, dude. Unlucky, dude. Unlucky. Wildcat Diana says, The award ceremony for me, it was very cool and wholesome. You mean the Uh, award ceremony where regular Pat won Content Creator of the Year? That one? Yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And Water won Mod Maker of the Year, dude. That's true. That's true. And... Other... I mean Bio I mean Bio rocks I oh, mean he yeah, didn't bio watch one. that, of yeah, that. Yeah, I weird. mean he didn't really watch bio, would bio win that, Final Fantasy 14 content creator of the year or... <laughs> I think so Wait is season 2 about kicking Bio shins Did we just find <laughs> the meaning <laughs> Yeah But also in this way It is also like a second hand Kicking Pat's shins Cause it's like we replaced your shins, old man. Yeah, well, your shins were too beat <laughs> up. We had to, we had to get some new shins. Uh, we're just waiting for them to fully heal. Right. Egg says, Gotta be the union feud for me. It gave us many instant classic moments that will be remembered for aeons to come. I'll pass the tale of Mike's Chad-like walk up to the podium down to my grandchildren. The cutscene <laughs> tier list could offer some solid competition, but the Super Spaghetti Bros really goofed it. When they put checkmate in B tier. What kind of behavior is that? Egg. You're right. Dude. And you deserve checkmate? to say it. Checkmate is C tier, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're lower we're lowering checkmate now. Based on that. Panda Boy says, I didn't watch any events or C Merch Caprice, but my favorite part of Cage Twenty was seeing the display of Cage merch that you can buy or pre-order. I pre-ordered the KH twentieth metal pin. Everything else I wanted, Yo. I'm on the wait list. My second favorite part is returning back to this community and listening to the Anthem Report podcast again. Love you guys. Dude, welcome back, dude. Yeah, dude, welcome back. There's Panda. been a lot of homies coming back, dude. KH4. Whether or not it's because of KH4 or if it's just, you know, you just happen to come back because of life, you know? You, you have more time. We appreciate you. Yes, we do. And welcome back. Kage's Waterblock says, "Unfortunately, I was busy that entire weekend. Sad face. Rip. But, wow, But you know what's good, Waterblock? <laughs> you can go and watch a ton of it now on YouTube and on MarchCaprice.com. You and know what? KH Guides Twitch channel. I think. To everyone, to everyone that says they didn't watch or like listen to any of it, bro." Check fucking mate, because we got your bitch asses. Anyone who's heard the intro to the podcast actually heard part of the concert. That's true. Check you heard, mate. You heard Fabio. Check mate. Check mate. was part of the concert. <laughs> uh, Jip214 adds Whales KH on the internet ain't getting enough hype in this question of the week. Can we get another round of applause for their god tier singing? <gasps> Let's go. A lot of, lot of people clap. It's late at night. Whoa. A lot of people claps. <laughs> uh, K-Rain Gaming said, K-Rain Gaming, I don't know why I can't talk today. I couldn't watch much of March Caprice because life gets in the way, but I remember being at work when my phone went a little crazy with notifications on my YouTube video. Seeing that they played my video at the event really made my day or even year, and the positive feedback Yo. was heartwarming. And the KH20 event has to be the Kingdom Hearts 4 announcement hands down. I stayed up really late, like 7 in the morning late to see if anything was revealed. My friend Grizz was spending Damn. the night and he opened YouTube on the TV and saw Kingdom Hearts uploaded one minute ago. I sat and watched in sorrow to see an update on Dark Road and then the announcement of yet another phone game. Then saw the <laughs> Lost Master arc. I had tears in my eyes and screamed all the way through and watched it a few more times before I finally took enough melatonin to knock me out. Then I even had <laughs> dreams about Kingdom Hearts 4. <laughs> Thank you, k <Karen> <laughs> And then finally, we have Phil Games, who says, I loved all the March Caprice, but I think the thing that got me the most hyped was getting to hear Paul St. Peter voice Zennesses Kingdom Hearts 1 FM lines for the first time. That felt like a big moment for the entire fandom, not just March Caprice. Indeed, Phil. Jason, what is your answer? That's pretty cool. Dude... I'm not even going to fuck around, not even going to act like it wasn't our fucking event, dude. Fuck everybody else. Ours was the best. (laughs) No, but real talk, it actually is because it was so fun doing the live. It was the first live one in, in so long and it was really fun and it makes me just, it makes me really excited to do more. Yes, agreed. But what about somebody else? You got, you got, you got. Okay, okay, okay. B Division. Okay. <laughs> to me, like, both of these events are just like an anomaly, bro. Like, they are literally just so massive in the amount of people that they reach and the amount of people that are involved in them, right? Like, how many months and months of preparation went into both of these events sure. is insane to me. It's nutty. And the fact that... Like, obviously, you know, March Caprice happened last year, so this is March Caprice 2, but even last year, the fact that it went off extremely well, and it's the first time that anything like that had been done, and then also this year, KH20, or 20th, is, like, literally, like, it's the first time anything like that had been done... And then it just goes incredibly well. Like, it's insane to me. To me, I'm like, I, I might just be pessimistic, dude. But to me, I'm like, there's no way that something scuffed as hell doesn't happen. You know what I mean? Like, I'm just expecting it. And I'm not, that's not to say that I don't think that KH guides and lands and uh, Border Kukiri and all the people who put a ton of work into this aren't just juiced individuals, but it's just such a big task. Like, there's something great. Like, I was like, something crazy is going to happen or not crazy, but like, something's going to go wrong because it's just like, inevitably. But, like, I feel like it went off with just... There was no, like, mm, like, stain on either event to me. You know? Like, they were just both just pure... Just pure light, dude. Yeah. It was good. And they're just both insane. The fact that they put all of this work and effort and obviously love into it. You know? Like, there's no way you can put this much effort and stuff into something. And not just absolutely just out of a place of love and have it be as good as it is because you can't make it as good as as they were without having love for the franchise in the community and what you do so it just it just goaded all around dude that's what i gotta say uh i agree with everything you just said but i was also laughing because i decided to yeah, mess- I heard you fucking typing dude. i decided to message sean and tell him he's on the podcast next week <laughs> And I said, it's time, Sean, you're on the ARP next week. He said, am I? I said, yes, I just said it while recording, so it has to happen. He said, LMAO, all right. <laughs> and then I said, we're talking Star Wars and KH. And he just replied, why would you do this to me? <laughs> I thought we were friends, Mike. And I said, because the idea came to me while recording, and I went with it. He said, okay, sounds good. <laughs> so that's confirmed it's confirmed, confirmed sean there. underscore afk on the podcast next week to talk about star wars and other things so i hope you'll please look forward to that also i want to say i did mention emmy's podcast um because you guys should go check that out because that was a cool thing with K 20 uh i also i have to say i would be lying if i don't mention our man fabio Radiant Garden, the new theme song of the Ansem Report podcast. Yes, as part of the concert soirée, which was juiced in. The concert soirée was my favorite thing overall, but that specific yeah. song, dude, blew it blew my dick off. And I'm so I would, that's what I was waiting for, like the whole time, bro. I was sitting there chomping at the bit for it. Well, and you said that you had heard it because you're like, I'm special. I'm gonna Yeah, the Fabio sent it man. to me so early. I'm like, but I'm like, what the fuck? He sent it to me I'm early, but the mix he used, like. The mix he used for the final thing an, is even. Better. It was an earlier build. Yeah, I had. It was I the got beta. an earlier build of it. I got the beta. I got the beta. beta Seen the full alpha, <laughs> or no? What? Is, but it was an actual beta. Yeah, you, not like how betas are nowadays, where it's right. just actually the game. But seeing the full version, not <laughs> alpha, because that's before that. But the full, the full finished version, dude, and hearing it was incredible. So, shout outs to Fabio, and you're probably hearing True. that song right now. The whole because concert, we're probably was so like going into like credits or something. Um. What's the question of the week next week, Jason? I don't know, dude. We're out of ideas. It's the second fucking episode. No, <laughs> We're already fresh out of ideas out of again, ideas. dude. Please drop more news. All right. <laughs> Since Sean's coming on next week. Yeah, I was, I was going to say, so it should be something like that. So Sean. Sean's only going to want to talk about Star Wars, the amount we make him talk about Star Wars, because he's a yeah, Star yeah. Wars fan. But as any real Star Wars fan can tell you, being a Star Wars fan is a tortured existence. <laughs> it's it's it's. You also hate Star you Wars. You also hate yourself and Star Wars when you're a Star Wars fan. <laughs> so we're gonna talk about that. But also, the question of the week is going to be: since everybody's talking Star Wars, Marvel's got to be coming, right? So, yo, I want what? you, hey, yo. I I think the easy the, the easy thing for Marvel is just to do Avengers, right? But that's an easy answer for you guys, so what I actually want is I want you to pick a specific m c u movie to be in Kingdom Hearts and how you would work it into Kingdom Hearts four yo and, yeah, and then that but way- don't pick the don't pick fucking Avengers, don't pick Avengers two, don't pick Avengers three or Avengers four <laughs> don't cheat, okay but i'm I'm talking about like just they know snapping the fucking amount of <laughs> movies you can choose. I'm talking about, g- give me, like, Iron Man 2, right? Or, like, you know, it can have multiple heroes in it. Just don't give me the team-up movies. That's Garsh, cheating. Garsh, isn't that Justin Hammer? <laughs> <laughs> Garsh. <laughs> he's just like... What do you mean he's not really the Mandarin? <laughs> I'm confused. Goofy, this is the <laughs> ex-wife. Oh, Garsh. <laughs> You are. I want 10 of them. And then Donald, like, he pulls out the ex wife and he goes to shoot it. And Donald's like, You <laughs> <He> just fucking. <laughs> oh, boy. Anyway, that's the question of the week next week. Thank you, everybody, for listening and watching. Jason, thank you for being here. Dude, thank you for having me, of course, dude. dude. It's a blast. I'd be furious if you didn't let me. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm doing it by myself from now on. Season two, lol. Uh, Trying to replace me with Sean, I see. No, no, I would never replace you with Sean. I know, I'm too juiced. Right. You, you, <laughs> and you remember. <laughs> uh, anyway, we'll see you guys next week for... I'm telling mom. ...episode three of season two. Jason, hit him with it. May your hearts be your guiding key now fuck off this was episode 2 of season 2 of the anthem report podcast with your hosts Mike and Jason Radiant Garden, the theme of the anthem report podcast is by Shane Plunkett and Jesse Wright of Meadow Vista Media aka Fabio De Iguana. that's Shane Plunkett, that's who he is so check them out Because they made this cool thing And let us use it And it's awesome We also have a Patreon At patreon.com Slash super spaghetti bros Where you guys can Support the show And other projects that we do Like these awesome people nesquick 502 Billy the Kid Lawrence Corinne Bird D.P. Grant Elbow Juice Energy Scott Cat, Famous for Nothing Gavdon Iron Agro Iron Daddy, Sean. Ya boy Woody. Pokemon Trainer, Jay. Lisa, S. Mr. Trumpeter, 7 Matt, M. Orpheus, Joshua. Preferred Whale, 6. Sean, underscore, AFK. Swarles, Barkley. Tyler, Tyler, Rims. Vigilus Gaming. Water, KH. Song Zach, P. Chillery. Lands of Masters. Egglag29, Frank Berg, Regular Pat, Fabio the Iguana, Unholy Dolphin, Vetus, What's Up Carl, Yidis Vanitas Broomdocks, Channing, Damon Z, Kyrie's Bro, Travis Town Jr., Phil Games, and Afro Roxas. Like I said, guys, you can support us by going to Patreon.com super spaghetti bros. We have a few tiers and a lot of cool stuff, including Fine, I'll Do It Myself our marvel uh cinematic universe podcast where we tier listed all the movies we're rewatching them and we're gonna do it again tier list them again so please go check that out among other things thank you guys for watching we'll see you next week